While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast and one of the owners of Beauty Lab and Laser. And this little moppet about my skirt is <laughs> Dre, <laughs> the other owner, the other host. And together we are Drether. And this is also going to be an exercise, not just a podcast, but an exercise in ASMR because I started eating some pirate's booty. <laughs> and as everyone knows, once you begin yeah, and it's sitting in front of you, you're going to be eating it. So it's fine. Tell me, if we, this, tell me if you want to sign up for my OnlyFans. This is Heather Gay eating a pirate booty. <laughs> I mean, I can see the levels on here and it's amazing. So mm. <laughs> delicious. This is what happens when we make snack plates before our podcasting. And honestly, I just ate one of these um, chocolate covered raisins, but I thought it was an almond. And it, what a lovely surprise. Yeah. When I took a bite into it, and it was a soft, wonderful raisin covered in chocolate. Ugh. Yeah. And then I'm going to take that one step further. And <laughs> what a horrible surprise when someone thinks they're biting into a delicious, just chocolate caramel, and it turns out to be a raisin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's all, it's all perspective. Yeah. Unha- unhappiness is like the, the source of unhappiness is unmet expectations. That's right. So if I know what a McDonald's cheeseburger is going to taste like. Mm-hmm doesn't matter if a mcdonald's cheeseburger is level 10 delicious or level one disgusting it just has to meet the expectation of what i believe it's going to taste like and then i'll be happy totally i like a mcdonald's cheeseburger to be honest i love a good I mcdonald's good. cheeseburger I, I remove the pickles i don't like hot pickles but yeah other than that yeah i love them i just have to say with this theory it's dangerous though because i think it might be the reason that some men don't feel the need to be good in bed okay yeah Totally. Because if the expectation is, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be nice, I'm not going to do anything too weird, and you may or may not have an orgasm, then you're going to generally be happy. Yeah, you'll be That's fine. That's your expectation. Mm-hmm. But if they come in level 10, and you have this mind-blowing sex, every encounter after that could be an unmet expectation. Yeah, disappointing. Which would be a disappointment. You know what? That is its own podcast, my friend. Saying Darwinism, <laughs> capitalism, and Darwinism—they're in every every aspect of our lives. Agreed. Well, today we are going to talk about something that we have been wanting to podcast about for a while, but I could, like needed to get educated, and it took me a freaking long time. So I am very sorry. But we're going to talk about Britney. More specifically, free Britney. Free Britney. So you've been um, talking about Britney. You've been screaming about Britney for a while. And I don't know what rock I've been living in. I knew she was in a conservatorship. I was not clear about what that was and why people were so upset about it. And then I remember when you watched the the documentary, you were like, Dre, you have to watch it. And because I am who I am, it took me approximately like five months because to watch Because you don't have your priorities straight. <laughs> I guess if not. If your priorities were, were straight, then you'd be able to, like, truly, if you make the time, you can incorporate about six to eight hours of quality television every calendar day. <laughs> but you have to plan ahead, and you have to make the necessary sacrifices. And sometimes it means you shut the door on your kids. Sometimes it means you door so dash dinner. But if you're in 
you know, episode three of an eight-episode binge. Yeah. That's where that really separates the champions from the pack, you know? <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you recommended it because I ended up also listening to the Toxic podcast, um, which are the girls that are featured in the documentary who started doing like dissecting Britney's Instagram. They did I think it was just Looking called for, like, Brit- the hidden. Yeah, I think it was just called Britney's Instagram or Britney Britney's Gram, I think was their original podcast where they just dissected um, posts of hers and now they have a great podcast called Toxic the Britney Spears Story. Right now it has five episodes, but it's like kind of they're they're doing it now. It's totally current. And so with all the stuff that's going on with Britney right now, it's, it's a, this is a good time. And it, we, it is not sponsored by them, but I just think everyone should listen. They're two great girls, one of whom is named Babs. <gasps> I know. Give it a listen. I know. I have, I'm so excited about all the new attention that the Free Britney movement is getting. Um, I'm curious to talk to you a little bit about timing and how it seems, how the public is so easily baited. Totally. Into anything. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like this has been going on for 11 well, years. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're just Longer. like if Britney Spears can survive 2007, you can get through today. Mm-hmm. Like that's been a meme for a while. And yes. her breakdown was, I think, in 2008, right? Uh-huh. And the conservatorship has been in place. It's, it's like these are this has been going on for 11 years. Now all of a sudden there's rallies and she's making a little bit of headway legally right but tell us give us the background okay yeah so let's go over just a little time i'll be eating my pirate's beauty (laughs) quietly for people who don't know um the the backstory we're just going to do a little reader's digest version is our do people know what that means no one knows what a reader's digest is except for your grandma's coffee table Okay. I mean, okay, so Reader's Digest Cliff is notes. the... Is the cl- okay, there you go. Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes is Or you could probably say one sheet to this generation and they would know exactly <laughs> what that was. Okay, so we're going to do that. So everybody knows Britney Spears. She rose to fame in the 90s. Um, she was on Mickey Mouse Club with so many of the other famous people. Did you know that like... Oh, who was it that I heard of that was on the Mickey Mouse Club it was like Bradley Cooper or someone like that. No, Ryan Gosling. Did Ryan you know? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I'd forgotten that, but that does sound familiar. And I had never known Let's, that. JT. Yeah. I put a pirate's booty in, so I'm going to try to <laughs> soften it with my saliva so that it doesn't crunch. Yeah. So, I mean, it was JT. It was, um, who was the one that was married to Nick Lachey? Uh, Jessica Simpson. Wasn't she on, or was she not? No, I don't think Jessica was part of it. There was a Disney like class of Disney people. Yeah, well, Brittany. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, Christina, JT. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, I have to be honest, like I was not as deeply invested in Mickey Mouse Club as I was in Kids Incorporated. And there were a few breakout stars from Kids Incorporated. And that's Loved really Kids Incorporated. Really, yeah. Yes. Fergie. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Kids Incorporated. Kids, Kids Incorporated. K-I-D-S. Kids Incorporated. I can't believe that we've had yet another opportunity to sing an I old have full school. Body chills. <laughs> loved Kids Incorporated. Loved it. I just wish I could like. I actually know it, but not enough to sing it confidently. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than an unconfident. <laughs> well, like me, ad, like ad lib singer, like me trying to say the kids who were on Mickey Mouse Club. I clearly don't you know, know that one blonde girl. <laughs> she had a record deal. Married to Nick Lachey. That's that's how I'm identifying Jessica Simpson. Come on. Anyway, okay. Everyone knows that the only way to properly identify Jessica Simpson is by air quotes sexual napalm. That is what she'll (laughs) forever be known as, and it's honestly the best sub, you know, nickname you could get. Totally. 
or was once married to Nick Lachey. <laughs> she has a shoe line. Thought chicken of the sea was chicken. Yeah, it was chicken. That's right. I forgot. There she is a was fly like, that I know. is distracting us. She you was guys a... can't see it, but you can probably hear it in our voices. It's <laughs> another we... part of the a- <laughs> the uh, ASMR situation. Anyway, so I know we're gonna have to open the door. Okay. Anyway, so. Britney Spears rose to fame in the 90s. We all remember um, Hit Me Baby. No, it was Hit Me Baby One More Time. And and then Oops. Okay, so we saw her have like a 55-hour random marriage to her friend from Louisiana. And then that got annulled. And then she married K-Fed. After she had broken up with Justin Timberlake, it was a whole thing. So Publicly... You know, had her virginity discussed and scorned yes. by major publications, was making on tour, making millions of dollars for caravans full of tour people and mm-hmm. opening acts and merch people and her family and her siblings and her parents. She was a work money machine. She was. And, and she, she was working hard and she was a hit and she was a star and she was has been out there hustling since she was like 10 years old and she knows the game like that was one of the first things that was actually so heartbreaking is when she was on star search um you know who's the old guy that does star search i can't remember um ed 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 mcmahon McMahon. yeah and he asked her i mean she's a consider she's a child she's like you know nine or ten years old and and he says you know she has you have really beautiful eyes how would you like to be a judge tonight I noticed last week you had the most adorable, pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? No, sir. Why not? They're mean. Boyfriends? You mean all boys are mean? I'm not mean. How about me? Well, it depends. I get that a lot. You could see in her that like recognition in her eyes of like, I mean, first of all, it's horrifying. I could sob, sob because she was 10. And like, first of all, why does she have to have a boyfriend? Because she has beautiful eyes. Come on. Yeah. And why is this There's old a lot man? Of girls here with ugly eyes, and they don't stand. And a why chance. is why is this old man asking? Well, what about me? What What about you? You want me to be? You want to be my boyfriend? Yeah. You perv. And why put her on the spot? And she, it was what like did she you, say. What was you, her response? She said, "Well, it depends." And you know what? Like, but is that's, there a Jolly Rancher in that pocket <laughs> for me? But the thing is, is she knew the game. Like, it was like you could see that flash in her eyes of like, okay, so I have to be nice here. I feel uncomfortable. This is inappropriate, but I have to be, you know, I have to be nice and mm-hmm. I have to be professional and I have to perform. And it's impressive, but also devastating because it seems like that set her up to just always have to perform and and give the answer that everybody's expecting you know yeah the sad thing is if you saw like a flash of recognition in your eyes you think okay this girl gets the game she's going to be unaffected but as we know she was deeply affected totally yeah we're still at, she's age of 10, she was but 10. I mean, she's making oh sorry she's making millions of dollars and she starts to exhibit signs of mental illness right what yeah. forced them tell everybody just like in two sentences, what forced them to create a conservatorship for a multi-million dollar pop star? So she went... World famous pop star. She was the mother of two, going through a divorce and huge custody battle with Kevin Federline, her estranged husband. Who was a backup dancer. Who was a backup dancer. General who, loser. Yeah, and who slouched on the Ellen show when they announced their pregnancy. It was very weird. Do you remember that part of the documentary? It was so weird. No. Anyway. You're um, picking up on, I'm going to say, nuances that I have not... 
I, like, I was focused on the big things like her dad's controlling all her money and her body. But yeah, I didn't notice the slouch of Kevin well, this Federline was, upon the announcement. This was before the conservatorship. So anyway, the paparazzi... If we had focused on the slouch, we would have seen the future. <laughs> the paparazzi is really a huge player, though, in this because... I think that they are what ultimately kind of drove her to kind of her brink, you know, like it, it pushed her over the edge. She could not go to a Starbucks with her children, with her babies. You know, she's our age, you know, she's like just, I mean, our age, like you guys that are listening, like they, she was a mom who, how old was she when she had her babies? I don't know. I don't know. But she was our age. Just a, a young mom wanting to go get her morning Starbucks and she couldn't even get in and out of her car without the paparazzi literally banging on her car doors. And it was scary. And and that was when she famously drove away with her child on her lap. Not not buckled. Definitely not saying that's OK. You got to buckle up your kids. But let's take every baby away from every mom. But that it's like appreciate seatbelts. But it's like, you know what? They were they were banging on her windows. What was she supposed to do? And she's she herself is young and a kid and trying to figure out yeah, how to do even, this. I mean, the thing is, there's a million stars with kids that get harassed by the paparazzi every day that aren't put into a conservatorship, that don't break the law or don't shave their heads or don't do things. And like, guess what? Britney Spears clearly has mental issues, but you're allowed to have mental issues. Yeah. You're allowed to. So why, because she had breakdowns or paparazzi scared her or she did these crazy things, why is it okay for a judge to grant her father conservatorship? And why does it matter? Because there's a million crazy moms out there and their parents are just not mentioning them at Sunday dinner. Well, and how... They're certainly not containing control over their bodies, their finances. And their well, and here's the thing. This is not sure. just... A, this is not about someone not buckling their kid's seatbelt. If it was, then CPS would be called and there would be, you know, custody issues and there would be a plan for... Um, uh, you know, for the parents, to, the parent to be reunited with their child, um, because Kevin Federline, it's much better. Oh, I mean, it's just ridiculous. What it comes down to is money, and money, 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 and money. So essentially, she had kind of these a few things that happened, like you know the the pictures with the kid on the lap, and then she like lost her mind with an umbrella on a paparazzi's car when she was in the midst of a of literally trying to go pick up her children Kevin Federline's house, and he wouldn't let her in. She drove to the gas station, and that that was the gas station that the paparazzi said, "Hey, how are you doing?" And she just lost her shit. So that happened. She also, you know. Did the whole head shave thing where she went into a barbershop and asked to have her head shaved. They said no. So she did it herself. And, you know, she said, and I, I had never known this, but she said, I just don't want anyone to touch me. I want people to stop touching me. And like, can't say that I blame her. Like, it is an extreme thing to do. But how many people have shaved their heads and been absolutely left alone about it? Who cares? It's her hair. It's not a big well, deal. I'm mean, feeling actually like misogynistic and horrible, even detailing the ways that she demonstrated unacceptable female behavior. Like, I don't think we should even list them. 
Right. You know what I mean? She could have been biting the heads off live chickens and said that she's going to believe in voodoo. And that's her right. Yeah. She can she can say, I'm a nudist, and I'm raising my children to be nudists, and I'm also teaching them to stay off the grid. That's her right to well, do. It doesn't matter how crazy she acts. Well, and Heather, that's the thing. She's an is adult woman that should control her life and finances. There's plenty of people who do do that, but they don't get placed under the... Conservatorship. Uh, yeah, and because they don't have the kind of money she has. She had a lot of money, and so she was involuntarily committed, and that was in January of 2008, and that was immediately after that was when she got placed under conservatorship. Yeah, she's so, been under conservatorship that her father controls for over 13 years. Yes. So I did not know what a conservatorship was. I honestly thought that it was, I, I don't know what I thought it was, but um, do you know what it is yeah. technically? Yeah. She's, I mean, she has basically been rendered incompetent uh-huh. and her father's been not only given power of attorney, but power of conservatorship as if this is my conservator my benefactor my parent my prison guard yeah well and truly a conservatorship is typically used for the aging and the elderly or somebody who subject to being taken advantage of yes and it is and it is specifically for finances like it is a power of attorney would be um something a little bit like you know, if just let me take care of you and I'm going to choose your medical care and whatever. That conservatorship has a, a financial piece of it that is not included in just a regular power of attorney. And so it really was created and thought of in order to protect people who are aging and dying. And it is not meant to be a long-term solution because most people die. die. And so then it's over. And it is kind of an end of life or for someone who is extremely incapacitated mentally or um, physically or whatever. Um, but this is a weird thing because typically if someone is in that position, they are not making money. Okay, They're so not why, generating why wealth. Why is it happening? Why are we debating it? And more importantly, why if a judge was presented with all this information, a judge who is wiser and more objective and knows the law better than us, hears this, sees this, sees the injustice, sees the people riding in the streets makes a decision and says you're still under conservatorship. I mean, I... So that, does, when, don't you automatically think, wait, there's either more to the story or we hate women in America. I mean, what, what is it? I think that it's both. I think there... Because there was something in the documentary where they talked about that there were some medical records that the judge refused to unseal. But according to those medical records, she was like, I don't feel... Or maybe it was a he, I don't remember. Um, I don't feel that... I, I feel that Brittany should be in this conservatorship. So there's that piece. But initially, Heather, it was a temporary fix. It did not get extended to an indefinite until um, October of 2008. So Yeah, but, but I'm saying it's been sitting there. And why do people care all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know if it's just that people started. I Honestly, I think it's the fans. I think that people have been worried and, and concerned about it. People who are diehard Britney fans. And I think Britney's been screaming about it. I mean, you told, me, you told me about the voicemails that were released today um, that, you know, she was asking her, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Sam Lefty. Sam Lefty. Her she, manager. Yeah. She's leaving voicemails pleading to be out of the conservatorship and claiming that she knew that this was a ploy, even though it was temporary, it was a ploy on her father's part to keep her from her children and to leverage control over Kevin Federline because you know essentially I think it comes back to my universal conversations I always bring it back to which is just who has the power and control and what type of entitlement is linked to their power and control yeah and because this is about entitlement 
because no one would care what she did if she didn't have a dollar to her name. And yep. they feel entitled to that money. They feel entitled to spend it wisely. They feel entitled to make sure that she doesn't waste it because what a shame. She could take it in trash bags and light it on fire if she wants to. Yeah. It's her it's money. It's her money. She earned it. If that's your fear, take a small portion live off of it for the rest of your lives and then take another small portion and save it for her for when she burns up all of her real money yeah. so that she never is a burden on the state. There, both problems solved. Now give her all her money and let her live her life. Yeah. If she ODs, she ODs. If she spends it on a bridge, you know, or some magic beans, that's, that's her right her to That's her prerogative, do yeah. I mean, Richard Branson just went up in space. Yeah. And why is that not considered... A flagrant misuse of funds, and let's put him under conservatorship. Well, look at Elon Musk. He's doing crazy shit all the time. He and named his weird kid an algorithm. All the time. But because he's a man, he's allowed to control his own money. There's no one that is going to, there's no dad. I mean, I'm going to bring gonna up Nicolas in. Cage. You yeah, know what I mean? totally. There's crazy stuff. Totally. Or um, who's Denise Richards? Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Like, people never been do, placed under conservatorship. People do crazy shit all the time. And let's not forget, too, that like Britney's a brilliant artist. Like, we, uh, the, some of the things that we appreciate about her, like, of course, there's going to be eclectic, like, wild things. Like, yeah, I mean, if you want great art, you have to have great mental illness. That's just, the, that's <laughs> it. It's, it's the truth. Totally. If you want great music, you have to have great ang- mental anguish and yeah. great pain you have to you know, have or some you depth. have basically you have kids bop yeah you have kids bop and you have hansen yeah and that's a very limited realm of musical repertoire totally and and it's not to say that like if someone's endangering their kids of course they're need we children are adults we now. we need to be yeah take care we need to help take care of people but there is always a goal for reunification when it comes to like custody and stuff like that but and they didn't so, take her kids from her. They just took her money and her control from I her. I know, but they leveraged the kids. They said, we will take your kids away from you if you don't agree to the conservatorship. And it's, I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. And so, but I'm not, and I'm just trying to say, like, I understand that there was probably a reason and, but there, there has to be a solution, a better solution. Like maybe she was overworked and feeling crazy and needed to take a 30 day or na- needed to take a break, whatever. Totally. I get it. That does not need to be a, you know, 13 year, 13 sentence, year of, sentence. I don't like for my dad to order for me at a restaurant. Right. May he rest in peace. Yes. Order for me now, daddy. <laughs> but how many times have you eaten the burger that your dad has totally recommended, even though you were unsure of the Chipotle spread. I'm not being specific. I'm just saying, <laughs> how many times have we done that and then hated that we compromised our ability to self-divinate in order to please our fathers. Right, right. Or in order to please society. My, I, I don't care about anything valid or wrong that Brittany ever did. None of it, none of it merits anyone commentating on her life, commentating on her medication, commentating on her boyfriend or what's appropriate on her social media not, or even commentating on how she spends her money. Right. I mean, I understand, like, if she wanted to write a check to some sort of, like, I don't want to say, like, Nigerian banks check hiding scheme yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But you mm-hmm. know how there's all those things where, like, yeah. I am an ambassador I'm a Saudi and prince. I need, yeah, yeah, I'm a Saudi mm-hmm. prince and I need millions of dollars. Like, I don't, I think that there can be safeguards for big spends. Sure. So that no one, she's not taken advantage of, but 
this conversation is about what we deem to be appropriate for women, mm-hmm. what we deem their capabilities to be, and what we deem them to be entitled to. And the reason that we're even debating is because no one in America thinks that crazy women are entitled to anything. And they think they have to be taken care of. Yeah. So we are damn sure to hide our crazy. Because we know that the best way to be absolutely burned at the stake is to show any sign of hysteria. Instability. Yeah. Instability or hysteria. Yeah, hysteria, for sure. This is about what we think is appropriate for women. Yeah. And what we think women should get. And it was a gift that she got this money. And we know she couldn't have earned it without all of us. Right. So we have to be darn sure that this 40-year-old woman spends it in a way that is beneficial to her children, her ex-husband, her father, her... It's... None of that is true. We would never expect that of Elon Musk. We would we would be like, she's a gold digger. Yeah. She wants your money. Put a conservatorship on her. You know, like... Right. Before we would say, these men are spending their money irresponsibly and they need help from us because they're on meds. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, so why do you think it happened? Because I, I, I think I know why... Like I why, think I, why we're talking about it now? You mean, no, I like why she even was put in the conservatorship in the first place. Well, just because there was an opportunity to take advantage of her, and she was vulnerable, yeah. and she wanted her kids at all costs. Yeah, and it's a mother's love, you know, like Sophie's choice. Totally. Well, and I think that there's probably a family dynamic of like major, major patriarchy, for sure. And and so it was it was ripe for the picking, you know. Yeah, and we also want to believe that our dad will take care of us, and that yeah. everything will work out, like. Take me in your arms, but daddy, she and did make not, it all work out. She didn't want her dad Ever. to be, yeah, to be in charge in the first place. You know, like even when she agreed to the conservatorship, she said, I also don't want my dad to be in charge. She wanted it to be someone else. I can't remember who it was that she wanted why to be in charge. Why has mom never even been offered as a possible advocate? I don't know. Advocate. I don't know. The weirder, crazier part, too. And I know. And the fact that even living off of her dole, her family's critical of her and wants to, what, expose her crazy? Guess what, guys? Crazy is not what we're debating. Crazy people, rich, crazy people can spend their money the way they want. Yeah. They can have gra- you know, glass houses full of orchids imported from... This, you know what I yeah, mean? Like totally. You are, no one is allowed to tell anyone who earned the money how to spend it unless you are inheriting it to your, you know, leaving it to your children and there are certain rules. Yeah. Which is weird anyway. It is weird, yeah. But this is money she earned. It's her money. It's, it's her, her life. Money. Her children are adults. Her boyfriend can choose for himself. Yeah. Her pets seem loved and well cared for. It's just, it's so... She's putting no one at risk except for her, the patriarchy's dominance and livelihood. Well, and it's so sad because like, again, going back to like the original purpose of a conservatorship in its traditional form, you're you're not having someone in a conservatorship who is actively generating wealth. Like, I would think that's not happening. And so, I mean, unless it's, of course, maybe an old person who has a lot of investments or something, but that is not actively that person going out and going to work. Brittany was making money for the machine that oh, is there's the actually a lot of cases of that of a conservatorship over someone that's actively working and making money it's a pimp prostitute situation okay yeah it's a there sex trafficked situation it's an indentured servant situation it's a immigrant worker situation and those are conservatorships and human rights violations that we picket for donate money for and meanwhile we're bopping to you better work bitch and and saying, oh, look, as soon as she got her own attorney, she put her nipple on Instagram. 
You know right. what? Like it's a slippery slope from here. And that's what we think because <laughs> yeah. we're like, don't show them you're crazy because then we'll give you more. She can be crazy. Yeah. There are, I mean, Marilyn Manson, no one has ever said, we need to get some reins on this guy. I mean, no how kidding. about Ozzy Osbourne? No kidding. Yeah. No conservatorship there, folks. Yeah. It is a, it is a sign of the massage and I think the reason we're talking about it now is because of me too and because of Black Lives Matter yeah. and because so of that the was my next world question. consciousness yeah ask the yeah so what now. do you think is the catalyst for this you know being thrown into the spotlight it's, it's just exactly the movement the social awareness that everyone has taken on because of Black Lives Matters and I would say specifically George Floyd being this catalyst you know for us to really mm-hmm. become aware and I think all of the um advances of the me too movement it's just kind of been a domino effect like there's no we're looking at everything with a critical eye now and looking at situations that we have have basically accepted before as just the way it is mm-hmm. you know there's this new show on um uh i think it's on amc or i hate this what is the hbo max you know how there's all these new streaming yeah, shows? yeah, yeah it's yeah. on one of the new streamers yeah but it's um called hacks Jean Smart. It stars Jean Smart and love her. She's the best. She plays so um, a a boomer generation or even advanced comic, brilliantly successful comic. Kind of. I mean, I don't even want to say this because it it diminishes what it is. But it's, I mean, if there were an archetype, it'd be like a Joan Rivers. You sure. Know, okay. That's okay. Like, that's just worked her way up and now has a line at QVC and now lives in a. 20,000 square foot mansion now has a helicopter and planes at the ready and and never has stopped working and it's really about the sacrifices that women make in order to be successful and it it, it's brilliantly done it's such a such a fantastic show anyway in it there are young female comedians she wants to hit the road and like work on her act so she starts going into nightclubs and doing open mics and she's world famous so there are young comedians that are talking to her and she's saying like, you don't like, I never got to complain about them grabbing my ass. I never got to complain about having to sleep with them. I never got to complain about having to sit through like three hours of blowjob jokes in order to have two minutes where they boo me off the stage, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so there's this, we just accepted it and worked through it and we succeeded despite it. Yeah. You know, and I think that now we're saying no longer like those women are now speaking up and paving the way for new generations so it's like things that we may have accepted like 13 years ago Britney seemed younger to us her children seemed more vulnerable they were little yeah you know her dad was her man it seemed more friendly it was a situation where we thought okay and all we saw was what the world told us which was horrible things because that sold articles you know that sold magazines like her bald her shaving her head her you know losing your mind on losing the your mind with an umbrella yeah. like they didn't show her at the park or at the zoo or grocery shopping or mm-hmm. jogging you know they just only exposed it that way and I feel like we only had one side of the story and now we're looking at everything differently and things that we may have accepted we're looking at it with like a clear socially conscious worldview yeah yeah and it's and it's we're in a cancel culture too where it's like we're saying Let's string up the oppressors by their toenails. And yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears, or Jamie Spears, not Jamie Lynn, well, they both are, but Jamie Spears is yeah. an oppressor. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is 13 years ago, it wasn't a red flag to us, but sure as shit better believe that today in 2021, if a dad is taking over on his you know, adult daughter's entire life, 
and she's still competent and making TikToks and Instagram posts and working, working. and doing sh- a show. Doing tours with 104 degree fi- fever. Yeah, and, and five nights a week in Vegas. Yeah. Y- you better believe that it's going to be on our radar now. And it's fascinating because if Brittany were severely mentally ill to the point where she was a risk to herself and anyone she was around... Do you think that she would be lovingly cradled and a financial burden, mind you, not yeah. a moneymaker with zero fortune to her name. She was just a, an adult child that was completely dependent on her father. Do you think he would have a wing of his house dedicated to her and take her to all her appointments and pay for all her meds and make sure she went to physical therapy and make sure she had a friend group, you know, and make right. sure she took her, ate her meals every day. Like he would not be caring for her as a father or conservator if she didn't, wasn't rich. Yeah. And so that alone should make us question all of the morals of everyone involved. Totally. I still don't know why anyone's medical condition, when they are competent enough to like say what they want or don't want, should dictate how they spend their money. I don't either. I don't either. And it's crazy to me because I know that like, so one of the things that, because there there was the Free Britney Act or whatever that was um, presented in Congress. And like just about a week ago, I think. And yeah, I will. In fact, I had it just pulled Sounds up. Sounds like something that I'll need two or three pirate booties for. So let me just, <laughs> while she looks for that, I will just. Yeah. So. um hear the light fluffy. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing because what um, the, yeah, it's Bipartisan Free Britney Act introduced. And this was um, on July 20th. So just nine days ago. And um Let's see. It was Charlie Crist, who's a, a Democrat from Florida. A Democrat. Uh-huh. And Nancy Mace, who's a Republican from South Carolina. They introduced the Bipartisan Free Act. Britney is bringing and, friendship across the aisle. And th- it said that uh, the Britney Spears conservatorship, it's a nightmare. If Donkeys this can, and elephants <laughs> sucking together. If this can happen to her, it can happen to anybody. And I agree. Because if it can happen to her, it can happen to anyone. I don't think it's going to happen, though, because we are too woke now. Right? Like it happened 13 years ago. How is it still going on? That is what's well, scary. Well, I'll tell you how it still is, still would happen and why it would never have happened to Brittany. And while we're, why this is such an issue is if she'd been married, no conservatorship. But yeah. guess what? Marriage for many, many women who will all say, not in my marriage, I run the show. I've never seen the bank account, but I'm in charge. Right. You know, right. most marriages are effectively financial conservatorships we'll provide for all your needs if you can lobby why you need them prove that you need them and as long as we approve of them then you will be able to get as many crocheted pillows and painted calligraphy word sayings (laughs) and matching you know accent chairs as your little small-minded heart desires but you are in effectively a financial conservatorship if you do not have access to and complete control of the money yeah of your money of 50 percent of whatever's in your account totally and whatever dollar comes through your home and is linked to you for tax records and to your husband yep (laughs) that money will take you down it'll end you up in prison you know what i mean like you have every right to know every dollar down to the cent and if you believe otherwise you're in a financial conservatorship and free britney applies directly to you preach i love that i love that it's not meant to it's not meant to upset people it's just that is what finance that's what conservatorship is based on that definition yeah totally it's someone else being in charge of what's yours 
and dictating what, where it is and where it comes from and where it's going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and giving you your, your ample allotment. Because Brittany's not living in a trailer. She's living in no, a mansion. She's... She can buy whatever she wants at Michael's and do her art projects. And like, she's not, no one is oppressing her financially. Sure. But she, is Brittany free? No. No. And is Brittany spending her money? No. And guess what? If you're married, it's your money. Yeah, exactly. Amen, <laughs> as much sister. your money is his money. So, I mean, what has been for you, why have you felt so passionate about the Free Britney movement? Because you really have been screaming about Free Britney for like a, at least I think a couple years, yeah, Heather. Like I've always been a Britney fan just as because we just look so much alike and I think we see the world the same way and (laughs) her songs just speak directly to me. But that aside, um, I think I've always had this weird hypersensitivity to women that go through divorces and are immediately villainized. I was not divorced when Brittany was going through her divorce at all. Yeah. But I, you know, the universe works in weird ways and I had a hypersensitivity to it. Really? And Mm. I also had a hypersensitivity to reading people's obituaries and seeing how they handled if you ever got divorced and feeling sad for people that had fractured obituaries and couldn't say she spent 67 years by his side. Right. Parentheses, miserable. Yeah. <laughs> hated him. No. So I have always hated how we make women crazy and make them villains. And it's like literally the worst thing in the world for a woman to be crazy. We did it to Princess Di. We yeah. do it to a lot of stars and a, like Charlie Sheen, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm not trying to like single these guys up, but yeah. unique wild characters that say... Justin Bieber. Yeah. That, he was I one mean, too, yeah. Yeah, that say horribly crazy weird things. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye West. Guys. Yeah. And no one has ever said, oh, he wants to start a choir and travel by private jet into remote cities and perform spiritual songs for free. Nobody said... Slap some financial conservatorship, you know, yeah. cuffs on this guy. Yeah, he can't be trusted no, he's, to. he's dating yeah. supermodels. Yep. And as he should be. Yeah, because it's mental, his prerogative. This is what the stigma of mental illness is, specifically for women. Yeah. Act crazy, ladies, and we'll lock you up and we'll take away your rights. That's why we play nice and go along to get along. Don't show how smart you are. Mm-hmm. Just... You know, I think we're, I think that we're a highly vulnerable part of society. And I think that the Britney conservatorship, because it's so unique to a young single woman without a husband who is being controlled because she's been successful. It's mm-hmm. also a message to women. Don't be more successful than the men around you because they'll figure out a way to control you. Yes. And to control your money. And we see that a lot of times when our friends become successful, we've seen like financial independence was the only way I was able to step outside like the emotional confines of my divorce. Totally. Yeah. Because I just felt like I was still his wife because he paid for me every month. Yeah. That it is a thing for sure. There's no way around it. Even though I had controlled the money when we were married, it's just living on the dole changes your mindset. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's like some good movement with, with the Britney stuff. She she was able to testify on her own behalf in court, which is huge. There's a tension on it, which is everything. Yes. And then she was able to choose her own attorney, which she in the past has, has not, not been, been able, able to. to. And now they have, um, as recently as just this last week, um, petitioned to replace Jamie as the conservatorship head. So, Well, I threw my hat in the ring. I know, I know. I'm not the first choice. One, because... Lazy AF, but I am passionate. 
but I don't know if I'll be allowed, but can you imagine the fun we'd have? Oh, like, you would have a great girl, time. Girl, where do you want to go first? <laughs> what kind of car do you want and who do you want to drive it? Oh, got you. And how many babies do you want to have? Do you want to do IVF? You want to take Clomid? You want some follicle stimulation? What do you need? What do you need? Yeah. Anything you want. Blake, check, baby. I'm your girl. I'll make it happen. Let's, we can only hope. We can only hope. And hope. hopefully the conservator will not, the, we won't need to replace Jamie as the conservator and it'll just go away. It'll just be Britney Spears, it'll the just conservator be, of her own goddamn money. Exactly. Let her Let be. Let her live. Yes. Yes. Let her live. And I wish her sons would speak out. Yeah, I know. I am heartbroken not, I would for never the kids. put a kid in that position. But That's I just hard, think, I, knowing a mother's heart, like I think that people are so critical of moms. Like when the kids say, this is our mom, we love her. Yeah. We think this is horrible. Yeah. Everyone would be like, do it for the boys. Yeah. Do it for the kids. Totally. No. Oh, poor Brittany. Well, I am very appreciative of you bringing this um to you know, to yes, to my consciousness because it, I'm fascinated and um, it, I had no idea that anything like that was going on. I'd heard and the, the words, you get, but Dre, the more this applies, oh my directly gosh, to I you. know. I hope my dad doesn't come along yeah. and say she's, try- she's going to this Reiki girl, <laughs> doesn't even touch her, but spiritually guides her. I don't think so. She's ranting and take her raving. debit card. <laughs> I know. Well. Um, I appreciate you being such a proponent of the free Britney movement for bringing me um, under your wing for that and for knew, spreading the love, man. Man, I knew if Britney had you on her team that it'd be a matter of <laughs> matter of months before she'd be free. I'm glad you joined the cause. It's important. Black Lives Matter and free Britney. Those are my two big, big causes. Britney Spears, <sighs> uh, the lab loves you. Yep, the lab loves you. And life is short. By the lips!